Hi everyone, welcome back to Emphasis on the Ish. I hope you're having an amazing day. It's currently Thursday, it's 72 degrees, it's sunny, it's beautiful. I'm actually in my car recording right now because we are about to go to dinner at this bougie little place by our house and my roommates are actually doing a photo shoot, but here I am recording my podcast. So, wanted to get this up. Today's topic is all about teaching teachers and it's teacher appreciation week. So if you know a teacher or you are a teacher, tell them you appreciate them. If you are a teacher, I appreciate you from one teacher to another. And then at the end, we're going to do a fun little quiz about fifth grade facts. So one of my roommates is actually going to quiz me and see how much I know as a fifth grade teacher about well-known fifth grade trivia. Okay, so I turned the air down a little bit, so I hope that you don't hear that like echoing in the background. If it gets too annoying, also my car's on, so you might hear the humming of my car. If that gets too annoying for me, I'm just going to shut it off soon. But basically, so what I wanted to talk about this week, since it is Teacher Appreciation Week, I was like, what other topic can I talk about other than teaching? I can talk about the pros, I can talk about the cons, I can talk about my experience, why I wanted to be a teacher, how I got into teaching. And, you know, what I thought it was going to be versus what it actually is. So, like I've said three times now, it's Teacher Appreciation Week. I posted on Instagram the other day because I saw, I've been seeing, like, especially this week, obviously, I've been seeing all these um, companies or stores or, like, little places, little shops posting, like, oh, for Teacher Appreciation Week, you can come in and get this and you can get this discount and blah, 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 blah. Well, in my opinion, I think teachers should get a discount all the time anywhere. But, you know, that's just my opinion. But I posted, I like reposted one of them. And I was like, today's this week is the only week that you can appreciate me. So like, let me know. (laughs) But all week, our school has been doing things to show their appreciation for us. We're getting massages. We had like a little luau party. We had coffee and donuts. We had two days full of breakfast, which was just delicious and phenomenal and amazing. And I don't remember, oh, tomorrow they're bringing in food for Cinco de Mayo, which if you're listening, that's today. So I don't know why they're doing it the day after Cinco de Mayo, but whatever. So they're bringing in delicious food for us, snacks, massages, like I said, it's just wonderful. I know that there are probably a lot of people out there that have their opinions about teachers and unless they're good, I don't want to hear them. So I'm going to tell you all the wonderful things that I love about being a teacher in case you don't know, in case this is your first podcast that you're listening to. I'm a fifth grade teacher in Pennsylvania. This will be my third year. I think this is my third year teaching. My first year, I was a long-term sub And then the past two years, I've been in my own classroom with my own kids. So this is technically my third year teaching, but my second year in my own classroom. So far, I would say the pros of being a teacher, you know, the positive things, the really good things are just building those relationships with your students and feeling a connection with them, whether it's through math, if that's what they really like, or If you build a relationship in a way where you support them outside of school, for example, 
I've gone to some of my kids' baseball games. I've gone to one of their Taekwondo practices, which was like the coolest thing I've ever seen. So, you know, just supporting them outside of academics so that they know you actually care about them. And then in return, you get all this appreciation from the parents, from the, the students, whether that be in like, you know, maybe they just say it to you or they give you a drawing that they made for you. Sometimes you get gifts, which are great. And I always tell them I don't need them. You don't need to do that, you know, but it's so cute. They get so excited about giving them. Another thing, like I mentioned, is when, you know, we get breakfast. And even if it's like another group or another grade level planned it, it's so nice to be able to get together as a staff and just kind of like appreciate each other and enjoy that time together. So breakfasts are great. Happy hours are fun. Staff dinners are fun. We do a Christmas dinner every year and it's so much fun. Now I feel like I'm getting like away from like teaching, but you know, your staff and your colleagues are part of it and it's just amazing. All wonderful things, but, and I said this to one of my colleagues and I don't mean to sound ungrateful or unappreciative, but like, yes, I love the luau or the, the massage or whatever. Yes, I love the breakfast. Yes, I love the treats, but like pay me more money. Pay me more money. Teachers should be paid more. Why? Why are we so underpaid? I don't understand. Like, if people knew the amount of work that teachers do, and yeah, we talk about it all the time because I'm sorry, but you would too if you were doing all this work and you weren't getting compensated for it. And my biggest pet peeve, my biggest pet peeve is when somebody's like, well, you have off in the summer, so you can't complain. Come at me, honey boo. Because not only will my nine inch nails cut you, okay? But I will give you every reason as to why we deserve off in the summer. And I'm not going to go off on that in this podcast, but maybe I'll do one about it because it's my biggest pet peeve of teaching is when people say that. Like, you have no idea what we go through during the school year. We deserve off in the summer, just like the kids. Another thing that I think is so wonderful about teaching before I go on my little rant about being off in the summer um, is just I think it's so much fun. Like planning fun activities is wonderful and I'm super into well I've always been super into school I love school super into stationary and like organization and notebooks and color coding and all that stuff which you know is perfect for being a teacher but I love all of that stuff so the fact that I get to like interact with it every single day and create new lesson plans and be super creative and design posters and design charts and homework and assessments like I just love it. I did all of that as a kid when I was just so excited to like pretend I was a teacher and I would create these slideshows of like random topics but I just loved it so the fact that I get to do it every day is just amazing. Another reason that I love teaching and I think it's so wonderful is that kids are so amazing. Like they blow me away every single day. They're so funny if you let them be. They're so creative if you let them be. And they can really make an impression on you. Like like I said before, when I went to see two of my kids in their sports, you know, their extracurricular activities, they are whole different kids than when you see them in math class or science or whatever. Like they are they're kids and they're having fun and it's so wonderful to just see like the whole child fifth grade is specifically wonderful and I'm so happy that I'm in this position that I'm in because it's an age where they're old enough to be more independent 
you know, I can model something for them. We can do a little bit together, but then they can go off and they can do these amazing things either independently or with a small group. And then we can come back together and share our ideas. It's wonderful. But they're also young enough to where they still get excited about things and they still want to have fun and they want to laugh and make jokes and do silly little things. So I feel like fifth grade, honestly, is the best grade. And I would not change where I am at for anything right now. That might change in the future, but right now I'm pretty content. Another thing that I love about teaching, specifically in my school, is that we really work together as a community and we help each other out. If something's going wrong, we make sure that we have each other's backs and that we're fully supported at all times. Now, as many wonderful things as there are, and there's so many more that I didn't even say. There's so many more. But, you know, sometimes, just like every job, there's some stuff that isn't so great. And specifically in teaching, specifically this year, it's rough, dude. It is rough. And I'm going to say something that I never thought I would admit. And Gina, if you're listening, you're going to be like, that's right. I told you. I told you. But at the time, I was like, no, there's no way. And what I'm talking about is my first year, I was subbing. I was long-term subbing, building. I was just subbing all over the place, okay? At my school that I student taught at, I loved it. I was so excited. Every day, I was like, this is great. I love it. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I never get tired of going to work. I love going to school every day and teaching these kids. And, you know, sometimes they might, like, piss me off. But I love it. Now, oh, and let me tell you, my cousin, who's also a fifth grade teacher and has been teaching for over five years, I think, was like, just wait. Just wait. One day, you're not going to feel that way. One day, you're going to not want to come to work the next day and one day it's going to be too much and you're not going to be this excited and I was like no that's never going to happen I love this job I love my kids I can get through anything it's amazing but I'm I hate to say it I think this year that changed and it's only been three years so I can only imagine teachers who have been teaching for 10, 20, 30 plus years, three years in and I'm like exhausted, I can only imagine. And that's not to say that I don't still get excited about some things because I absolutely do, just like anything in life. Sometimes you need a break and there have been days where it's just been way too much and I've had to take off the next day for a mental health day. And no, those are not built into my days that I can take off. And just so you know, I, at least in my district, only get three personal days, which is ridiculous to me, and only about 10 sick days a year. Now, sick days roll over, but personal days don't, and mental health days are not included. So when you go through too much and you're exhausted, the idea is that you got to suck it up, buttercup, and you got to keep moving, but that's not fair. And in some jobs, there is just no questions asked. They're like, oh, you need a day off? Okay, here you go. Somebody else will make it up. But for teaching, that's not the case. Even if we have off, we don't have off. Because at least for me, I'm worried about my kids. And I make I want to make sure that everything is done. And I do have to say, that's gotten a lot better. Recently, when I've had to take off, I don't worry about a damn thing. I just do what I got to do. Right? But you still have the right sub plans. You have to make sure everything's prepped before you leave. It's ridiculous. So... 
teaching is just, it can be rough. And like I said, there's some things that I'm still excited about. Like a lot of teachers don't like going to in-services or trainings or B-Flex or anything like that. I enjoy it. I really, like I said before, I love school. So going to those trainings and in-services, I kind of get excited because I like to learn something new. And I like to be able to change up my teaching style with all this new information that I'm learning. All right, so at this point, we're at about like 17 minutes. And I could talk about teaching all day, like I've said. And I think I do want to do an episode on like the beliefs that people have about teaching that just are not true and kind of debunk any myths or anything about teaching that people think they know, but they really don't. And I think I'll do that, you know, in a little bit, but... I am really excited for Lauren, one of my roommates, who's going to be on this in a little bit to kind of quiz me and just see what trivia I know about fifth grade curriculum. And fifth grade curriculum, just like any curriculum, is not the same in every single school. It's not the same in every single district. But it's a general sense of, you know, what they learn in fifth grade. And yes, I teach it all, but I want to see if I know it. So I think that'll be really, really, really exciting. Last thing before I take a little break is if, like I said, you know a teacher, please go tell them you appreciate them. Please go tell them something wonderful that they do. If you are a teacher, give yourself grace. I feel like that's the quote we've been hearing all year, right? Grace and compassion, grace and compassion. But it's true. And you have to give it to yourself because nobody else is going to give it to you. Okay. Believe in yourself, try new things, learn new things, and don't suck it up, buttercup. If you need a break, take a break. And if even if no one else in the world is going to support that, I will. You can come back right here and I will support you. All right, so I am going to head into dinner now. And right after this sponsored little ad, which is so exciting to throw in there, Lauren and I will be back and she's going to ask me some trivia. And I challenge anybody listening to try and answer it before I do, or before she reveals the answer. See you in a little bit. Okay, so now we're back. We had dinner at the Bougie restaurant, which was phenomenal. Mbox here, Lauren's here. (laughs) Lauren's gonna ask me fifth grade trivia, and I'm gonna kill it. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready. What is the largest country in the world? No, I know this. Um, Wait, stop. (laughs) Is it Africa? No. Do you want a hint? No. Okay. Is it Asia? No. It's over there. Russia. Yes. Ew, they don't like them. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Which is the only continent where spiders don't exist? I know it's not Australia because they have, like, really big ones. Mm -hmm. Okay. The only... Oh, Antarctica. Yes. That's correct. Oh, my God. Okay. One for two. (laughs) Because I feel like I have to get it on the first try or it doesn't count. What are the four great inventions of ancient China? I do not teach about China. Okay. Okay. Um, Oh. um, A gun. Okay, well, I was not going to say, I was going to say, like, manuscript or something, like something with writing. You're kind of close. Kind of? Yeah. Is it, oh, cu- cuneiform or something? Or is that, like, India? Or is that, like, 
know. The Mayans. What is the four greatest inventions from China? Cotton? Um, I don't know. They make every clothing product known Oh, to true. Wait, they have probably have so many. Is yeah, it, like, popular four. stuff or, like, yes. stuff that we use? Or, like, oh, stuff from the pot, from history? I feel like maybe stuff from history. Oh, crap. Okay, arrows? No. <laughs> You're kind of close. It has an arrow in it. It has an... my car. It went... Kind what? Think of my car. Oh, a Cherokee, but that's a Native American. They can't invent humans. Okay. Those. Y'all, my kids wouldn't it's know this either. Ke- <laughs> car. Wait a minute. Not car. Yeah, but you said think of your car. It's yeah. a Jeep. Yeah, but then the model. A ch- it's oh, it's not a Cherokee. It's a Jeep crossover. That's not a thing, is it? It's such a It's a, a Jeep. Jeep Compass Uh (gasps) Oh my god they created the compass How amazing Okay what is it Gunpowder, paper making, printing And the compass I was close with manuscripts and writing kind of (laughs) Alright what are we on Four? Question four? Three? Three So now we're on four Okay what is the second most popular city in the United States? Chicago. No. Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Okay, not too bad. Not too bad. We also don't talk about that, but anyway, that's okay. What color are the rings for the Olympics? Green, mm-hmm. yellow, red, blue. Yes. <gasps> oh, there's one more. Orange. No. Gold. Purple. No. White. No. Black. Yes. Oh, okay. I don't know why I thought there were only four. Yeah, I was gonna say there's five, huh? Oh, whoopsie. What is the capital of France? Hmm, you know, we don't talk about France, but is it Paris? Yes. Is it? Mbox says no. I thought it wasn't. It is Paris. I feel like that was probably supposed to be a trick question. Yeah, that's what I thought. What is the 16th largest country in the world? Who knows that? (laughs) Um... No, they don't. They don't even know where they live. Like, I'll, like I'm not, I'm well, not kidding. I'm not kidding. Great. I'll say, okay, guys, now, what, you know, where do we live? And they'll be like, or if I say, like, what city? Pennsylvania. Nope, that's a state. Even second graders do Even that. second graders. Um, what was the question again? What's the biggest, the 16th, 16th largest, country. largest country? Mexico? Because I feel like, obviously, it would go from eight, Russia, Africa. Yeah. I just like it Africa. It is on that side of the world, though. Europe. Yeah. Is it, like, a country like Poland or something? Like, not a major one. Think of... England. The United Kingdom. Our little inside joke with the moon. <gasps> Australia! Yes, That right? was a terrible accent. <laughs> yeah, was... Which is the largest and deepest... Ocean in the world. We love the dog howling in the background. Um, oh, there he is again. <laughs> again. Again. There he is. Um, the deepest and largest ocean. ocean in the world. The Baltic Sea. Nope. That's not an ocean. That's a sea. Yeah, <laughs> that is a sea. That's a sea. We don't teach this stuff. You said the um, deepest? Is it 
The Arctic? No. The Indian. The Pacific? Yes. That's stupid. <laughs> That's like the easiest one you should have guessed. I know, but I was trying to think more, whatever. Okay, you'll probably get this one, I think. Hopefully. Know. Which U.S. state is located outside North America? So it's not attached to us. Yeah, but... But it's considered North America. Hawaii? Yes. Okay, thank God. Alaska's attached, right? It's... Because it's if they're only... Attached. I think it's Alaska's it's attached, but Hawaii's attached to... Nothing. It's Nothing. Right, because it's an island. Wow, we are... But really, on the map, Alaska's We're really good at this. Right. Because it's really... Yeah, it, which doesn't make sense because they put it below, but it's really above. Yeah. It's up by Canada. Mm-hmm. Right, but on maps, it's below, like, like California. On, like, because school maps. Because is round. No, but it doesn't show that it, like, goes... Do you know what I mean? Like, they don't show it up by Canada. They put it under California. Mm. It doesn't make any sense. Yes. All right. All right. Which is the smallest and most densely populated state in the U.S.? The smallest state. <sighs> Oh, the smallest state is Rhode Island. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Oh, look at me. <laughs> All right. What are the three largest countries in North America? Oh, here we go. What? The three largest countries Canada, in... Canada. Yes. The United States. Yes. Okay, here we go. Mexico. Correct. That was tricky. That was <laughs> tricky. You're really <laughs> I'm going to ask my kids that tomorrow. <laughs> okay. I don't know what question we're on. Seven? Eight? That's what okay. is the Bill of Rights in the context of the United States? It's the amendment to the Constitution. Correct. That's what I thought. We don't teach that either, but here we are. Okay. Which Just kidding. Yes, we do. You do? Yeah, I was teaching. Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Which writing system is called hieroglyphics? The Mayan. The Aztec. It's one of those, isn't it? Hieroglyphics. It's like the symbols for the words. Is that cuneiform? I don't know why that's in my head. Cuneiform. I don't even know what that is. Uh, (laughs) I'm getting closer. Mayans, Aztecs, Choctaw, Indians. (laughs) I don't know. Where the heck is the Nile River? In Egypt. Oh, Egyptians. Wow, that was tricky. Well, I did did not get that. I didn't get that. No. Okay. Okay, which is the largest U.S. state? Texas. No, it's it's California. No. (gasps) What? Yeah. Does it make sense? No. It's not like Michigan or something up there. Okay. The largest U.S. state? Northwest. Like, extremely Washington? Northwest. No. Alaska. Oregon. It's Alaska. Oh, it's Alaska. We Good job, Anna. Good job. Okay. You should know this one. What is the capital of the United States of America? Washington, D.C. Correct. Wow. Be honest, I didn't like Come on. <laughs> what are synonyms? Words that mean the same thing. Yes. That was... Was that the proper definition? I mean, that was the easiest thing in my life. 
Okay, so we're going to do five more because we're not counting anymore and we don't know how many we did, so. <laughs> okay, ready? Ready. Which is the strongest and biggest bone in the human body? It's either your brain or your spine. Yeah, but your no. brain's not a bone. Your brain would be your strongest muscle. Um, is it your, your cranium. No. Your, like, skull. I'll, it's below the hip. Your pelvic bone. No. Thank Femur. God, that's gross. Your kneecap. No. The ah. strong femur. femur. What a what a random. If only, if only everyone could see. What a random bone. Okay. Okay. Well, when did Thomas say random? It's very essential to your upper leg. Your upper. Th- okay, go ahead. When did Thomas Edison invent the light bulb? A long time ago. Correct. But no, I need a date. <laughs> well, you um, actually. Nineteen. Eighteen sixty four. Isn't that when Stefan and Damon were born? I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> okay. Am you I close? Close with the eighteen. Eight. Keep going up in here. Eighteen eighty nine. Eighteen eighty one. Oh no, go back. Eighteen seventy six. Close. Seventy four. Up. Seventy seven. Seventy eight. Seventy nine. Yes, eighteen seventy nine. Oh my gosh. Thomas. Okay. Neil Armstrong and who? Buzz Aldrin. Yes. (laughs) I know that one because I watched a whole thing about how Neil Armstrong was not the first person to walk on the moon. It was Buzz. Buzz Buzz. Buzz Buzz. Buzz Lightyear. Go ahead. Which is the largest human organ? The brain. No. No. (laughs) The stomach? No. The skin. Yes. It's the skin. Damn, I knew that after three guesses. Okay. Which gas is necessary for breathing? Hmm. Oxygen, as well as carbon dioxide. Oxygen. Okay, let's do two more. Okay, which is the hardest natural mineral? Mineral? Yeah, it's not a rock. Granite? No. A diamond? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that was considered a mineral. That's interesting. Which animal group is known as a murder? Crows. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was <laughs> like that. Yes. No. No, a flock. No, a flock of crows is a murder. I don't know why. I I don't know why I know that. Because of Montreal. They talk about it. In oh, Montreal. do they? That's why I thought of. I think I just knew that from school though, and then they talked about it somewhere else, and I was like, yeah, it's no, a murder of crows. Yeah. Because okay. Haley- All right, is that it, or should we do one more? Uh, one more. Find, like, one really good one that you don't think I would know. Silence. It's just silence now. Three minutes and 20 seconds of silence. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. We're about to be done, though. This is, these are not the questions I thought you were going to ask. I don't know what I thought they were going to okay. be, but this Ready? was not it. Yeah. What are the articles in English grammar? I should teach grammar, but I don't. Um, Well, they do it on their own. I don't teach it to them, even though I should, because they cannot write a sentence to save their lives. Is it like the, The. a, Uh but, is, a whale, the whale. 
it. No. You can't really start a sentence with this one. Because. No. It's a so, word. So. As. And. Is. And. Well, not. Duh. An. 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 A. The. Yep. Is that it? Yep. A. An. And. The. Articles. Huh. I think we're going to ask about the article. Article. <laughs> <laughs> it's called because an article. Articles of Confederation, I thought you were going to say. The what? what? The Articles of Confederation. I'm not teacher. I'm not oh, my God. I'm a second grade. Oh, my God. Okay, so that is the end of our episode. I think I failed. I think I failed as a fifth grade teacher because I don't teach any of those things. But hopefully, if you're listening, you were playing along, and hopefully you're smarter than me. <laughs> Miss Bush, are you smarter than a fifth grader? I am not. But, I mean, in reality, yes, I am, because <laughs> these kids just are struggling. But I hope you enjoyed the episode. It was kind of long, but that's okay. It was fun at the end. And it's Teacher Appreciation Week for the 50th time, so if you know a teacher, go tell them you appreciate them. If you are a teacher, Lauren and I and Embok appreciate you. <laughs> And share this podcast with a friend, subscribe on Spotify, and I'll talk to you next time because you can't see me. Okay, bye.